0: Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com.
1: Tele-DIY.
0: Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know.
1: Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home Home repair. repair. Today we have uh, two exciting topics. Oh, yes. We are going to talk about tree stumps. Tree stumps. Because they are a pain. A
0: huge pain. In... Places, yes.
1: <laughs> no I'm matter- dad- was how do you deal with a tree stump? And then we're going to do a quick check-in on the case study guest bathroom because we had the sub walkthrough. So right. we'll talk about that a little bit. So yeah. tell us about tree stumps. You came in sounding a little passionate about tree stumps and how to get rid of them.
0: Well, because I have one, I have a couple at, at the office, right? We've got this big lot in the back. Right? Okay. And these were huge trees that were cut down. We're talking maybe two, three feet in diameter.
1: You cut them down? No, no, they were no, cut down, they were, the they were cut
0: down uh, before I bought the property. Okay. And so there they are. They just sit there. It's like, what do you do with them? How
1: tall are they or how much do they protrude out of the ground? Oh, uh, probably a foot, two feet. Okay. So not. Uh, so it's all underground what's happening. Mostly, yeah. And then,
0: you know, out at the property, you cut something down. Sure, I had to move the, the positioning of where the cabin's going. I had it all laid out, and then I looked, and I'm like, damn it, going right through that tree stump. And then I moved it again. It's like, damn it, right through that tree stump. So I was like, okay, what is the best way and the easiest way? Well, there's several different ways you can do it. Mm-hmm. One is to you actually drill into the stump itself. With a you know like a one inch a pretty, pretty sizable pretty big and you go deep okay and then there's a chemical stump removal chemical that you pour in there
1: have you tried that no okay
0: I'm eh,
1: I don't like chemicals
0: I'm, I'm not yeah that's the, you just dump it in there and you just let it go and it's rotting the wood well what's it doing. To the earth around there, right? So I'm not crazy about that. Well, then you wait for two, three, four months. That's what I was wondering. Until it's all rotted out, and then you go and bust it up with your axe or whatever. So that might be Um, something if
1: it's just a gargantuan. Right.
0: And, you know, if you're fine using chemicals, which no judgment here, but I I just don't feel good about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's also using Epsom salts. Okay, And that's similar in that you you drill the holes— you know, a number of them, like an inch apart, on the top, and then you fill them with the Epsom salts. You mist it with water. You don't want to saturate it. You just want to mist it to get the Epsom salt to settle in there. And what it's doing is it's it's dehydrating the uh, the tree, and it's dehydrating the roots as well. Because oftentimes, what will happen is you'll cut the root, or you'll cut the a tree tree stump. You, so you have tree stump. Get rid of it down to the ground level, but the roots are still there. So then you start getting shooters, or Shooter. what, are they, what are they called? Um, water. I thought it was just shoots, but... Is it shoots? Okay. I, th- I think there's there's another word, but I'm okay. gonna, <laughs> it escapes me right now.
1: <laughs> coming but out of your trunk there.
0: Coming out of growing. different places in the yard, right? There was a huge hawthorn tree by my house at one time. Before I lived there, but it was cut, and it's cut down, I still get hawthorn shoots coming out of my yard, which is 20, 25 feet away from where the tree was actually
1: standing. Because it's still just a little pool of water underneath the ground there, right? Is that what you're saying? That the the reason why you're getting those root shoots way far away is because the, root the roots is, are, are so, still
0: alive. Well, they're able to, to grow those shoots, so they must be still alive. Suckers? Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I knew it was an S-word of some sort. Tree root suckers. Yeah. Yeah, suckers. Got it. Um, so the Epsom salt. So And again, that's one where you put it in there. You cover, you cover that one with plastic so the rain and stuff is not going to wash everything away. And you wait for four or five months wow. before anything it's happens. It's a long time. It is a long time. It's like, <laughs> I want something now. <laughs> the reason why I wanted to get rid of it is because I needed it now. Right, right. Burning it. Mm. Have you heard of how to do this? No, not how to do it, so I'm a little leery about doing this actually out on the property because we have that that thick layer of duff yeah. right which is just the composed decomposing you know tree parts and everything it's it's you know five inches thick yeah. and in the summer it gets really dry, but suggested that drill holes again, uh-huh. And pour kerosene in it. Now you don't want to okay, use gas. So you don't want to use poison, but you want to drip Well you gotta burn it. Burn the kerosene kerosene's going away. <laughs> Into the air where you breathe. But go okay, ahead. well maybe I'm a little hypocritical. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you saturate it with kerosene and then you light it and it will smolder. But it will smolder for several days. So, you have to watch that bad right. boy. Right. You need to be I mean, you're in the definitely on so I would watch. Say, this for is that. not an option. Not, no, no, no. Maybe maybe at the office building, right. if I had like a fire watch there, you know, hired somebody to sit there and, you know, camp out and watch it with a fire hose. That'd or be a fun thing to do with your hose. friends. Right. We're on
1: fire watch. You come and sit with me.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Entertain me while I'm on my shift. <laughs> watch this stump burn. So, if it's smoldering, the problem with doing that at the office is that you're in city limits. Right. And you've got smoke. Right. Right. So probably.
0: But it's Georgetown. People really don't care. <laughs> we have we have some business around there that that I don't know exactly what they're doing because there's a there's a metal pl- plating company, there is a a woodworking company, there is a lithium ion battery company. There's I mean there's a number of different companies in that industrial area. And every once in a while it's like it smells like burnt toast outside. Really weird. But and we don't know where it's coming from. But it smells And like all of you are toast. smelling
1: it. It's not like some of you are having a heart attack. Right. Okay. Yeah. Why do you
0: smell burnt toast when you have a heart attack?
1: I think it's either if you're having a stroke or a heart attack. I thought it was a heart attack. You're oh like, really? If you smell if you smell toast. I've sure, never heard that. Pretty huh. sure. I'll wow. check to see if it's a heart attack or a stroke. okay. <laughs> good, that'll be good
0: information to have. So the last possibility of getting rid of your stump is to actually rent a stump grinder. Mm. That's going to give you instant gratification.
1: And well, what's no, your- there's
0: there's there's two other ways. Oh, that's that way, and then there's one more. But but what's my what?
1: Oh, I was just wonder- wondering if you think that a stump grinder is—you uh, have to have some level of competence and confidence. To be running one of those, right?
0: Right. And that's, that's the drawback to it is, one, the yeah. cost of renting it. And then, two, it's a piece, pretty hefty piece of equipment that's grinding wood down, right? Yeah. So it's like this, this super chainsaw on steroids. And, you know, how comfortable are you running that? And
1: is that, yeah. how, far, how far down is that going to go? I only ask because, again, if you're working in the city – you have a tree stump, you can't guarantee that there's nothing that had been run underneath it.
0: You'd hope not, but it would be a good idea to do the 811 call before you dig. Right. If you're going to do that, just for treat sure. it like you're digging. Right. Because yeah. you're going to want to go at least, I would say, eight to 10 inches, if not lower. I mean, grinding down on as the, far as you can. Yeah. Depending on that root system. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Cool. Right. And then <whistles> the final is to hitch it to your truck and pull it out. And I've just seen nothing but horde videos
1: <laughs> <laughs> on that. Word. I'll tell you, the only time I would do that, I would maybe consider that out in the forest because their root system is probably pretty shallow and the ground is not, I mean, it's kind of soft out there, so right. you might have a fighting chance. But the problem is how are you going to get purchased? You know, yeah, how's I don't your, know. How's your truck going to get purchased to, to have that kind of torque?
0: You watch YouTube videos. See, I... Stump
1: pulling. It's hilarious. The thing I could get on board with is using uh, a wench. Oh, okay. So rather than, like, running your truck and seeing if you can pull, pull your the bumper back off. axle <laughs> off or something like that. <laughs> that, you know, if it was just kind of cranking and, and seeing if you got any leadway there. Right. Well, you know, for... But then you need a nice big chain... And you gotta need enough of stump so that you can actually get that chain in there.
0: Right. How are you gonna get that thing around it? Yeah. Yeah. So stump removal. Just some options. So what have you ever tried? What I typically do, now I've I've left that big one alone yeah. at the office. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking it was like, okay, well how can what can I do for decoration, right? What can I do <laughs> as a yard art, something <laughs> or another with it? Out on the property, what I typically do is because they're not as big, is I will cut them down as closely as I can to the ground. And then I'll do, on the actual horizontal surface, I'll do a grid pattern with a chainsaw. Uh, and then I'll just take my axe and, and chop it down to the level of
1: the ground. Yeah. Walk away. It's fine. I only pulled out one root, and I'm afraid it wasn't even a a tree. It felt like a tree. I think it was probably more in the brush family. But it was when I was building a fence, a house fence, and there was a big, you know, there was a, a rinky-dink fence that had been there for probably 40 years. And we were going to put try to put a full-fledged, you know, real fence there. And so this thing was right in the middle of the way, and I wasn't going to go around uh-huh. it. We'd, we'd lose precious inches in an already very small <laughs> lot. And it took me a whole weekend of just hacking a hatchet, an axe, oh. and peeling it away, and prying it apart, and pulling it out, and finally got it weak enough that we could get a little bit to the root ball. And, and you said it, it wasn't part. even a tree, it was a shrub? Wow. You know how shrubs can get pretty intense. kind of. Oh, wood, yeah, they've got a kind huge of wood-like.
0: root ball kind of thing on it, and you need one of those six-foot steel
1: I pry used one of those. to get
0: underneath it and—
1: yeah. Wow. And then you know, trying to uh, figuring a bunch of two by fours and two by sixes in order to get a priable, you know, something oh, to right, pry yeah. against. Right. Right. And so designing and engineering all that on each of the sides, and it was just brutal. I mean, it was fascinating, but you do start getting obsessed when you get in the project because of the roots, and it. it be- You're gonna win. Well, yeah. It starts becoming <laughs> an animate. Object right instead of Let just go like all the oh, trees yeah. and all the Disney films <laughs> and little tiny stump just being this nasty oh yeah and alien you can't creature. walk away from it
0: once you started you can't walk away because you have this gaping hole yeah and you don't have enough dirt left to fill the hole back in right so you've got to you got to
1: keep going so my suggestion is when you cut a tree leave a really tall stump leave it for the birds now a friend know. of
0: mine told me about um. Uh, when you cut down alder trees, mm-hmm. right, and alders are considered widow makers, right? I guess they don't—they don't last long. They have a shallow root system, very, very um, susceptible to oh, coming wind. over in the wind and things like that. Is—is is to 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 cut them, but you leave a longer, almost you know, a
1: significant portion of the the trunk, yeah,
0: right, and. Somehow you grow mushrooms in it.
1: Yeah, people do mushrooms in that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's fascinating. So before you think you have to get rid of a stump, I mean, if you're going to cut a tree down, I guess right. You plan, have your plan at the beginning of cutting down right. a tree. Lots of solutions, but if you have any experience taking out a stump, <laughs> and even better if you have footage. <laughs> but if you like have some good story, stories, yeah, if you have a good story, drop us a line at askamy at amyworks dot com. All right, our second topic we were going to talk about today yeah. is a quick. Update on the case study guest bathroom at my house, <laughs> and you wanted to talk about we had the sub walkthrough. right. so, what do you want to ask about?
0: Well that? I, I, I want to get I want to get the, the the client's perspective on it uh, and, and how to go. How did you what, – what was it like meeting the subcontractors that came in and, you know, yeah. just the, kind of that – well, what was your side of it? I know what my side of it is. So what was your, what was your side of it? A couple
1: things on my side was it wasn't quite how I envisioned it when you guys said a sub through mm-hmm. because we had scheduling issues. One, you guys are going to do the tile. So that was one sub that wasn't going to come. Okay. Two, the first time it was just one sub. Okay. It was just the uh, plumber. Okay. And you have Kayla is kind of the escort.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I didn't say much at that point because I had already had a pretty lengthy conversation with Kayla and and she knew what the project was. And that was interesting because you got to hear back the interpretation of mm-hmm. what you said about the project. So I thought it was kind of interesting to just sit and be quiet mm-hmm. and not put too many corrections in just to see what Kayla's – understanding of the project is. Mm-hmm. You know, again, that's kind of like when somebody is explaining something to you and you're saying, okay, let me tell this back to you. Right. That was kind of an example of uh, Kayla telling the project back to you. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing that felt, so she said it with much confidence and saying, okay, we're doing this here and we're doing this here. Well, and she said it with confidence because I said those things with confidence, <laughs> but I thought well, maybe three-inch lights or maybe a little small, you know, and, and so a little bit of worrying about do how much exact information do I need at this time with mm-hmm. these subs. It, it was just interesting because it was just a little bit of a flip of a, huh. What if I, huh, well, you know, what if I you did made a want- decision? Cast yeah.
0: in stone. You right. can't change your mind now. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. And this was before the proposal, even,
1: you know. Right. So I kind of had to talk myself down on that. But so that was something that came up that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I usually talk to the the subcontractors. And so I'm telling the story again. But again, to hear it um, said out loud was interesting. And, uh, it, this is a pretty basic one, so there wasn't a whole lot of question, but there was some question mm-hmm. uh, with the plumber was, uh, are we keeping the tub? Yes, we're going to try to keep the tr- tub. You know, it's a cast iron tub and it looks fine. So how are we going to be able to access it if there needed to do some plumbing in the drain and mm-hmm. and other things like that? But uh, I I felt like... I was surprised they didn't want to go in a little deeper to what they had to deal with. They, Even though it was clear, they didn't have a basement. They mm-hmm. were, weren't going to have any below access. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to know how much of the walls we were going to open up. Wanted to know how much of the floor we were going to open up. And so that's when I kind of iterated, you know, we might open a lot of the floor because you know, I want to see what's going on in there. Not all of it, but, you know. If it's not insulated, then I don't see a reason not to pull up the sub, you know, uh, pull up the subfloor and and put some insulation in there. okay. Okay.
0: Is there any way to get
1: underneath there? You can get underneath there. At the bathroom level, you're probably already at about 20, 25 feet high. And then the other problem is, is that, Underneath the house, there's this whole like instead of a subfloor, it's an underfloor. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of a magic, but there's no way anybody's going to be able to get from the bottom.
0: No building the catwalk or anything to to go out there and.
1: Uh, no, you'd have to put scaffolding. Yeah, yeah, and even then, I'm not sure if it would put it in the right place. Uh-huh. So you might oh, it'd have to be, be building much easier it. to just tear up the floor. I, no question, yeah. because we did that with the kitchen, uh-huh. you know. So it was kind of fun to see. In there. So,
0: did you did you feel comfortable meeting the subcontractors?
1: Oh, very. And, because and- you know, like I said, because the Kayla was the escort, mm-hmm. you were really kind of just observing and and overhearing. I was definitely part of it. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't feel excluded at all. Good. but I didn't have a job. You know, I didn't have an important job except for just listening. Which is
0: why you've hired a GC. Exactly. So you don't have that job, right? That's not. Is that hard for you?
1: It, it was to was person, it yeah because you're
0: you're kind of that person that you're going to get in. The, oh, I'm going to do it,
1: and I still yeah. I still asked questions, you know. Like Kayla didn't straight arm me from not talking to them mm-hmm. because I wanted them to also get a sense of how much I was comfortable with one, two, how much I know. I don't know what we're going to find. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk a whole lot either. One of them, well, uh-huh. one of them was kind of chatty. The electrician was kind of chatty. chatty, yeah. Uh, but they were very friendly, and I liked them. Again, I didn't need to connect with them personally, but I did anyway. Mm-hmm. But it was nice not to have that pressure on. It was interesting that this was the guy we were going to work with, you know, if I accept the proposal. Mm-hmm. As opposed to in my head when I talked to different, you know, I might talk to different contractors. Mm-hmm. But, you know, going with Amy Works's roster, and, I mean, it makes sense. I was just saying it was just kind of interesting that there was a nice shortcut to say, if you say yes to the proposal, this is who you're working with. Most mm-hmm. likely. Right. You know, in, right. You know right. unless something happens. Right. But the plan is this is who you're working right. with. Right. Um, the electrician. The company,
0: not necessarily the person. Correct. Right. Yeah, right, right. 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 Right.
1: And then uh, with the electrician, I did ask about another project, which I thought was an interesting conversation. In the back bathroom, there's not enough power in that bathroom for all the things we do. Oh, right.
0: You're flipping the breaker all the time.
1: Right. Yeah. And so of the seven things, you know, of the five things that are being (laughs) driven in there, you get to pick three. Right. (laughs) You know. Um, And so I said, hey, but to say to run another circuit out here, what does this look like or in here? And so then we took a quick look at the panel and I thought he had a really... Interesting suggestion, which I think I'm going to take him up on it. But he's going to add an option in his bid that's going to say, let's add on two hours for one of my guys to figure out what it would take to run that circuit out there. Uh Because, you know, he doesn't know what the panel is. And and I certainly don't expect him to do most of that work just standing there talking to me Mm -hmm. because he doesn't know. I thought the argument was good to say, we're already out here. So now you don't have a trip fee. Right. You're already within a job, mm. so you're even. My two hours is at a different rate, right? Than if I say, "Hey, could you estimate?" You know, he's already got his tools out.
0: Me. He's, you know, like- so not
1: that they would do it, mm-hmm. but that's going to give you an idea. I also suspect it might be relatively easy, so they might just do it. You know, within that oh, block yeah. of time, who knows? But right. then that person <laughs> could uh, really estimate. Oh, this is about four hours, or this will be about eight hours to run that new. You know, figure out where it goes, get everything, you know, straightened out with right. that new circuit in there. And
0: if if it's a situation where they look at it and they say, okay, it's going to take us four hours to do this, if we had your verbal okay— then we could go ahead and and pull the trigger on that and say, yes, go ahead and do it. Almost like a little change order. Of right, the, and we'll do a change order for that. It's like yeah. whatever whatever their costs are, we'd write you up a change order right then and there. So there's no there's no, uh, missteps or anything like that. It's like, boom, let's just do it.
1: Right. So And so I thought that was another interesting thing as part of that walkthrough process to say, okay, yeah, put that option on your bid. So like you say, uh, you know, we could extend that quickly, and again, just save one, get it done, to find out what it would get your estimate in there, mm-hmm. um, and see if it's possible. Because if it's not possible, you know, if if they say, "Hey, I can't do this without upgrading the panel," well, now you know that's a bigger cost. Right. How much do you really need on that? Mm-hmm. Or maybe we could rewire what's happening in here, mm-hmm. and and that would be during that renovation. Do you think you need a new
0: panel?
1: He was feeling uh, a little trepidatious about it, even though I have slots, so I'm not quite sure what he was responding to, and I didn't want to take up too much of his time. Oh, okay. okay, I think that's when he just wanted to do a little bit more research and thought it was better to, okay. you know, to have a careful look.
0: All right? Do you have a 200 amp service?
1: I assume you, so. I oh, won't okay. go to the bank and okay. say that. I can't imagine we do not. Okay. I mean, it's a grown-up house.
0: Well, there are grown-up houses out there, but they only have a hundred amp service.
1: Okay. So, I just need to I need to check those breakers, right? the the main the mains. That's what's that coming in, yeah, from the street, and then the the sub panel is makes things a, a little more curious.
0: Oh, you have a sub panel too,
1: uh, for the generator. Oh,
0: okay, okay, all right.
1: So, nice. uh, so that was interesting. No, it was really interesting. It was nice to m- meet them, and I it was nice to kind of have a one on one and they met me and i met them so if there were problems down the road or questions that and I, and i assume the the mo is that if i have that question or that concern i go to kayla and she is the community you know, right. I'm, I'm never going to communicate yeah. directly with them uh, if there's a down the road a concern, I mean, you
0: can say hi and things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. If there's yeah. anything with with changing changing the scope of the job or or anything like that, yeah, we like to keep that going through Kayla so that
1: everybody yeah, knows what's going everybody on. Everybody knows
0: what's going on. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. So. And again, you know, I would reiterate that's not you guys trying to hustle anything extra it's just that size of project you really do need to know what's going to be going on because if i ask them to do something else that may mess up your schedule right and you it, know.
0: and it, it it's, it's happened in the past where we've had clients who will ask the electrician that's there you know Kayla's met with them to start them off on the job right we've gotten the proposal and and, and everything and they're there to start the electrical rough end. and then the client goes and, and, and talks to the electrician and says well i want you to add you know four outlets down in the basement and then i want you to do this as well is that okay and the electrician will say yeah okay sure i'll do it well then so then there's added work yeah and time and then it's messing up our schedule because we got somebody else coming in right behind them and and so it just it just puts knots in the whole in the whole framework of it so that's why we like to like, keep no, the project manager in the know for all sure. All the way across the board. Yeah. yeah. she so makes it easier.
1: Um, I was also surprised that I, it's funny, Kayla brought it up a few times. You know, what light switches do you want? And I'm like, well, no, we're keeping the gang there. She's like, yeah, I know that we're keeping the gang there, but, you know, what kind of, do you want us to swap these out? Uh, I just never remember that. And so when she asks me again, I ask, I behave like it's the first time <laughs> I've heard it. Um, <laughs> But it's something to think about, you know, if we were going to go with that kind of the tog- a toggle against the um, – decora, that's what it's called, that flat,
0: yeah, flat one. Yeah, Right.
1: yeah. Um, the idea of them doing it – so this was a nice little discussion to have. I said, well, that's certainly something I can do, you know, so I don't know if I want to hire a professional to, to spend an hourly rate at doing that, even though it would be kind of quick. And he had a, a very generous – I wasn't being mean and I wasn't being snarky. I'm just <laughs> you were being Alicia. I wasn't even being Alicia. Really? I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't at all. all I was right. not uh, diminishing their capabilities or or value at all. I said, "Oh, well maybe I would think about doing that myself." And he said, "Okay, great. I'll make a note of that." Um and he was going to put in his bid actually the option of me doing it and with that he would take a look at it because we're not changing anything Mm -hmm. happening there, that the tails were nice for me to do that. Wow. So that that was very, you know, that he would check that there wasn't going to be any problems switching that out.
0: And if he was already looking at it, it would take him five minutes to change that switch out. Sometimes. And then it's done. I know. Okay. Somebody was just complaining to me
1: about working seven days a week. I know. (laughs) And then you're going to go home and do light switches. No, no, no. I think um, – <laughs> no, no, no. And honestly, that's probably not something I'm going to be interested in doing yeah. because, like you say, they can do it in, like, five minutes and I'll slip the screwdriver along my hand and rip open my knuckle. And right. All those wonderful things.
0: In the whole scope of things, that's not going to cost right? a whole lot. Right, 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 right. right, right. Yeah. small percentage of your entire cost. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right, great. Thank you. Well, I'm glad that, that it was a –
1: pleasant experience. It definitely was. was, uh, Yeah, it was fine. Good. And and quick, you know, so the whole idea of trying to schedule that, it was like, oh my God, this is going to be another meeting. It was like, oh, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's not, it usually doesn't take us too long, especially when we've got a a really good defined scope of work Mm -hmm. and this is what we're doing. And we come in and, and Kayla's really good about explaining to them, you know, uh, what the project is, what issues we may have, what options there may be. What issues um, there
1: aren't. You know, right. again, I, because the roof has such a tight slope there, right. you know, I was telling them, I don't, they, and because of the new retro and the new technology, I guess you don't even call them cans anymore, those little pancake lights, LED mm-hmm. lights. He said, I haven't had a problem yet,
0: you oh, know, on working carried? on a
1: tight spate like that. So, yeah. So having that assurance that he feels comfortable about something that I thought was going to be tight or a problem. I haven't seen that yet.
0: Yeah, because those can lights used to take like a good eight inches, right? They were eight, You know, framing to get those cans in there, and now it's all LED and –
1: Nothing yeah Don't do anything, so cool, and as long as everybody's comfortable with that, but yeah, yeah.
0: and then our next step is we're going we're waiting to get those bids back, and we'll yep. be presenting you with your uh so
1: your proposal. what is my expectation on hearing from the update on that, like have you gotten those bids, and now you're working on your piece of the proposal? Like, when's the next time I'm going to be contacted?
0: You should hear from us, um, especially if it drags on a little bit and we're waiting for those bids. Yeah. Um, you should be getting a call from either Sheila or Kayla saying, we're still waiting on our electrical bill, but we haven't forgotten about you. Okay, um, there should be a, There should be a touch point on a regular basis. I like to see it every week. And I'm glad that you said something so then I can go back and say, okay, we need to you know, tighten this up a little bit. I, yeah. I want a touch point every week, even if it's just to send an email saying we're still waiting for bids.
1: And that, that gives would be you an idea. so appreciated for me because yeah. you know, with so many projects out there, I'm just like, well, where are we at right. on this? Right. Yeah. And if I you
0: mean. don't have to you know, track us down.
1: So. <laughs> right. Okay, good. Because remember, uh, I'm working seven days a week. That's right. You're working seven days a week. Great. <laughs> All right. Thank you. If you have any questions or comments about the types of things we're talking about, please. Or any questions. Uh, any questions. About anything. Anything. Okay. About your renovation. Stumps. Stumps. I mean, obviously, we did break it wide open. On yeah. any questions <laughs> with our coverage of stump <laughs> removal today. Well, it's kind of, you know, it's around the home, right? People, uh, and it's so big that you will just live with a stump for 35
0: years. Right. It'll just, that's just part of the yard. So everything is fair game. Everything's
1: fair game at AskAmy at AmyWorks.com. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.